I don't want everybody to vote. As a matter of fact, our leverage in the elections quite candidly goes up as the voting populace goes down. Yep. That's what they're doing. Do you care? Well, I don't know why I came here tonight. I do. I got the feeling that something ain't right. No, it ain't. I'm so scared in case I fall off my chair. And I'm wondering how I'll get down the stairs. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. I am. Yes, I'm stuck in the from Pacifica Radio in Los Angeles, this is the broadcast that's heard on KPFK 90.7 FM in LA, up in Santa Barbara on 98.7 FM in San Diego on 93.7, Ridgecrest in China Lake, California on 99.5, up in Oregon on the Central Coast on KYAQ in Cottage Grove on Queso. In Lancaster, Pennsylvania on WLRI, Maui, Hawaii's KAKU, Columbus, Ohio's WGRN, Palinville, New York's WLPP, Grand Rapids, Michigan's WPRR in New Orleans on WHIV, Gallup, New Mexico's KNIZ, in Concord, New Hampshire on WNHN, Fayetteville, Arkansas's KPSQ, Seattle's KODX, Red Bluff and Redding, California's KFOI, Round Mountain, California's KKRN, and Minneapolis, St. Paul's AM950, KTNF. We also stream coast-to-coast coast and around the globe on the internets on the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Indie Media Weekly, FYI Nation, NicoleSandler.com, Radio Free Brooklyn, GDPR Revolution 99, Workforce Rising, and Detour Talk. So you have no excuse for not missing a single episode, Blanketing Planet Earth five days a week. I'm Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, and all-around swell fellow says me from bradblog.com. Thank you very much for joining us today. Well, we are now one week from what I have long described as the most important election that any of us have likely ever lived through. At this point, with consequences that are not only uh, immediate in beginning to at least put some break, breaks on, on what I regard as the Trump GOP inflamed national emergency that we are all now facing, but also much longer consequences as well when it comes to our planet, uh, decades of hard fought civil rights and much more. So to that end, voting will not be enough. Not be enough, not by a long shot, but it is a start. And it's one of the reasons, uh, as we have been covering day in and day out now on the broadcast, it seems, for weeks, if not longer, um, it's one of the reasons that Republicans are working so hard to keep as many Americans as they can from being able to vote at all or to have their votes counted or at least counted in a way that we can all know that they have been counted as cast. That is just one of the things I worry about when it comes not to November 6, but to the day after, November 7. Oh, there's a lot I'm worried about on November 7, to be frank. Uh, in any event, uh, to that end, I've got uh, got a few stories I want to try to hit today. But as we have been in fun drive here at my flagship station in Los Angeles, the great KPFK, uh, for many weeks, uh, I want to throw open the phones to anything and everything pretty much that you guys want to talk about today. It has been a horrible weekend as well. 
We'll talk about that also in a moment. So anything on your mind, I would love to hear from you today, Uh, whether it regards the continuing and increasing series of hate crimes now coming from Donald Trump fans on the right uh, or concerns you have uh, or have heard about when it comes to next Tuesday's election. Questions you might have about voting, I would love to answer them. Concerns you may have about it, I have some expertise in that area. Uh, So I'd love to answer any of your questions about voting, and if I can't answer them, I'll tell you, and or I'll try to point you to someone who can. Uh, What do you plan to do to help others cast their votes this year? As I always say, this democracy is not going to save itself. We need you. Uh, Yes, it has been a terrible weekend. Um... Actually, uh, uh, the last terrible last week or more. So I I really don't know what you guys want to talk about today, but I would love to hear you. I'd love to hear you talk about it. Uh, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. If you're listening live in the Southern California area or anywhere else, 818-985-5735. We have been uh, speaking with just so many experts on this show from around the country over the past many days and weeks. Uh, that, uh, that well, the hell with them. The hell with the experts. I want to hear from you so uh, we can throw these lines open. And by the way, my huge thanks to those of you who have supported KPFK here in L.A. in recent weeks during our uh, important fun drive at this very important moment. You are helping to bring shows like The Bradcast, not just here to uh, listeners in L.A., but to independent radio stations around the country. Your support... Uh, is much bigger than only here in L.A. when you support this important Pacifica station where I am sitting here today live. Good to be back. Uh, And I want to also thank those of you uh, listening to the broadcast on many of the other independent stations that uh, carry us. Thank you for supporting whichever independent media outlet is helping you to hear me. To hear me and Desi Doyen five days a week on the broadcast and the Green News Report instead of hearing so many corporate outlets who are telling you, talking to you about things like the caravan that is thousands of miles away. But yet we are sending uh, today, according to Donald Trump, uh, 5,000 military troops down to the border to keep us all safe. And we wonder why what happened over the weekend happened over the weekend. It's not just the right-wing media. Uh, Over the past few days, the killings of two African-Americans in a grocery store outside of Louisville, a series of mail bombs targeting a dozen high-profile Democrats and media outlets allegedly uh, sent by a Trump supporter and a mass shooting this past weekend at a Pittsburgh synagogue after weeks of Republicans and their media targeting uh, Democrats and George Soros in in regard to this so-called immigrant caravan. All of this has obviously left the nation on edge right now, as if it wasn't already. But, you know, we we talked about it a little bit before the, uh, well, before the weekend. And I tried to say, shame on, you know, we hadn't talked about this caravan nonsense because, frankly, it's nonsense. And I said, shame on the media CNN, New York Times, NBC, all of the, not just the right wingers, all of them covering this caravan as if it was an impending disaster, as if it was a crisis. 
So no wonder people are scared to death and willing to go shoot up a synagogue and, and kill 11 people. That the right wing has, yes, blamed on, well, it's the Jews who are George Soros. They're paying for these brown hordes to come here and invade our country. Wednesday of last week, a white man with a history of violence shot and killed two African-Americans, seemingly at random at a Kentucky Kroger, uh, following a, a failed attempt to barge into a black church where he undoubtedly planned to kill many more. After more than a dozen mail bombs were sent to people who'd been critical, uh, I should say, who had been criticized by the president, a suspect was arrested on Friday, a man who had railed against Democrats and minorities with hate-filled messages online, according to CNN, and on his van, which he drove around town, including uh, with, with stickers that with fawning celebrations of Donald Trump, and photographs with crosshairs drawn over photos of Trump's perceived enemies. And then, of course, on Saturday, a man shouting anti-Semitic slurs spurred on by Republicans from Donald Trump right down to Fox News and the other right-wing media outlets. That man opened fire at a Pittsburgh synagogue, killing 11 people attending Jewish services after declaring that he was essentially going to war against Democrats and Jews like philanthropist George Soros, who he blamed for the fake so-called border crisis that Republicans have been pretending exists and that the media have been helping them to amplify, citing a caravan of thousands coming to take over your country. That's been going on for weeks now. And they hope to scare people, to further radicalize people into, into voting Republican, frankly, in next week's crucial midterm elections. That's what this is about. Those three incidents, uh, all in about 72 hours' time, shared one thing, hate, as CNN correctly describes. They also share something else, however. Years of corporate media propaganda machines that have brain-addled and radicalized huge swaths of this, of this country with phony information meant to bring us to precisely this moment in this country with a Republican-majority Congress, a far-right Republican in the White House, and now a far-right U.S. Supreme Court. As of right now, in uh, polling places all across the country, uh, all the way until next Tuesday, Americans will have a chance, a chance, whether they take it or not, whether they're allowed to take it, we will all have a chance to begin turning back that evil that is rising, this radicalized, hate-filled tide in our country. So I'd love to know, what are you planning to do about it? 818-985-5735 is my phone number right now. Are you planning to vote this year? Have you voted already? Did you have any problems registering or casting your vote? Uh, by the way, uh, Monday, uh, today, uh, October 29, uh, voter uh, registration deadlines end in uh, Colorado, in New Hampshire, at least by mail only. I think you can do same-day registration until Election Day there. Washington State. Uh, on Tuesday, it's Connecticut and Utah. So um, the last, uh, those are the last few uh, states left with uh, hard deadlines. 
But in my opinion, at this moment, there is nothing more important, nothing more important that you could do no matter where you live than vote. But I suspect some of you won't be voting this year for some reason. If you'd like to tell me why, I'd love to hear from you why. And then I can tell you why you're wrong. 818-985-5735. A uh, friendly reminder um, last night from Hawaii's Democratic Senator Brian Schatz. Uh, Trump actually cut money for preventing exactly this kind of terror that we have been seeing over this past week. Uh, He says, we went nuts, we wrote letters, stomped our feet, but there were too many crazy other things happening and no one noticed. He adds in all caps, vote. I agree. Uh, Yeah, we did shows here on the broadcast at the time, last uh, August, August 2017, at the time that Trump cut millions of dollars. Uh, that the Obama administration had allocated to these anti-Nazi and other anti-hate groups, and the right applauded it at the time. And if you think, by the way, that the deadliest attack on Jewish people in the history of the U.S., as the Anti-Defamation League described it, described this weekend terror attack uh, at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, in, yes, Mr. Rogers' actual neighborhood in Squirrel Hill, if you think that uh, that that has chastened the right and the Republican Party and their media, well, think again. Even Drudge report, Matt Drudge noticed, uh, he tweeted out, quote, a segment on Fox News this morning where hosts laughed and joked their way through a discussion on the political impact of terror was bizarre. He writes, not even 48 hours since blood flowed at a synagogue. Check your soul in the makeup chair. And that's from the right-wing Matt Drudge talking about Fox News. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. I've got some uh, voting stories, uh, problems all over the country that people have been uh, having. uh, Republicans who are uh, suppressing the vote in state after state, nowhere more so than Georgia. I'll try to get to a little bit uh, from Georgia there. Concerns about Texas, North Dakota, um, all over the place. 818-985-5735 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Let me uh, let me go to uh, Kyle in Topanga Canyon. Hey, Kyle, welcome to the broadcast, sir. Oh, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Yes, I'm here. Oh, there you are. No worries. What's up, Kyle? Hey, first, thank you so much for what you do. I appreciate your voice and your, your passion. Um, it just comes through, and I, I really applaud that. I want to. I want to say, you know, there's a quote. Many people have heard it. I know you're familiar with it. All that is needed for evil to prevail is for good people to do nothing and watch it happen. Mm, yep. And we're cer- we're certainly seeing more than our fair share of nothing as far as people going out and doing things. And you also you alluded to the vote being so important. Mm-hmm. But you but you had a you had a you had something to say about not enough. And I want to just emphasize. Voting is certainly way important, but you're right. It is not enough. Um, we need people to get out in the streets. Uh, we need what has been necessary in every social movement that you can think of throughout the history of humankind. We need mass, nonviolent civil disobedience. We need, we need intelligent people mm-hmm. to stand up and get in the streets and block traffic. We need people to do things, to put their bodies and their hearts and their minds on the line um, that they would never do ordinarily. And Kyle, you know what? Let me just jump in to say I don't disagree with you at all. However, 
between now and next week, next Tuesday, November 6th, it seems to me that, uh, yes, there is more you can do uh, than just vote. But one of those things you can do is help other voters get to the polls and uh, be there when the polls close to take photographs of the poll tapes to make sure the results are right. I'm with you on the nonviolent disobedience. Uh, I think right now, though, all eyes need to be on this election. Once we get beyond it, if we get beyond it, uh, then I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah, well, let's do that. Let's get as much pe- as many people to the polls. Let's do everything we can to encourage everybody. Yep. But let's also not forget that you know we had Obama, we had a majority Democratic Congress, we had all the things that we are hoping to get again in the near future, and we still did not have single payer health care. And what we had was a bailout of Wall Street that made a lot of people very unhappy, which precipitated the the Trump election. Let's never forget that the Democrats have been complicit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I of course they have, yeah. Kyle. Yeah, we know. Okay. We've been talking about it for two years. And by the way, the result is we've got candidates all over the country, Democratic candidates all over the country, who are now calling for single payer health care for Medicare for all. So, wh- yeah, you know what? We can that. focus on 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 what hasn't been done, and it is all true. But. Uh, why don't we focus on what we can do right now? At this point, there's a golden opportunity just uh, seven days from now. It's ongoing right now. Let's take it. That's my suggestion. Let's do that. And then right. let's get in the streets as soon as possible with as many people as we can who have the courage and the compassion to go out and do nonviolent civil disobedience and really make some change. It's fundamental. Thanks, brother. I appreciate that, uh, Kyle. And I'll, I'll see you there in the streets. Let me go to, let's see, Johnny in uh, Phelan. Is that the Phelan? Johnny, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, Brad. Thank you. Kyle gets a high five from Johnny and Phelan. He's a great caller. Brad, <laughs> my question is about the special elections shortly after the 2016 election. I started hearing about them, and, of mm-hmm. course, the famous you know, Roy Moore yep. down south got taken to the dance and so on. But I really don't know any of the statistics at all. I'm hoping for some rough estimates from you about how many of those uh, special elections had to do with our uh, federal Congress in D.C. and how many were just state uh, legislatures or governorships. And uh, I'll take uh, my response off the air. You're uh, you're very snarky, Brad, but you're a very swell fellow, too. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for noticing, Johnny. I appreciate that. Uh, well, let's see. If I understand his uh, question correctly, a lot of these um, that that flipped, there was a huge number that flipped from so-called red to so-called blue at both the federal level and the state level uh, due to appointments to the Trump administration, for example. So we had to fill all of those vacancies. Uh, a lot of those went to uh, Democrats. A lot of Republicans were able to hold on to them. Uh, uh, Republicans were able to hold on to a fair number of those seats. But in every case, in pretty damn near every case, I think the average was something like 20 po- a 20 point shift from what that same district had been in November of 2016, where it went uh, by the time we got to a special election. So 20 points, in some cases 30 points, which meant that a Democrat ended up winning the seat. In some cases, the Republican held on to it, but it might have been in an area where there was, uh, you know, where Donald Trump had a 25 percent victory margin back in 2016. Uh, And yet the electorate moved in a huge way, some, you know, 20 points on average 
in race after race. And that was for both uh, federal races and uh, state races, by the way, to fill various vacancies and so forth. And we had... Well, not so special elections, you know, actual off year elections like in Virginia, where they elected a whole bunch of uh, Democrats and um, were able to basically change the ballot, uh, the the balance of the uh, Virginia uh, House of Delegates out there because people turned out and voted. So hoping that answers um, Johnny's question in Phelan, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Let's go to Madeline. Madeline? Madeline in Redondo Beach. Hey, Madeline. Hi, how are you, Brad? I'm Thank okay. Taking my call. Is it Madeline or Madeline? Madeline. Okay. Maddie. <laughs> I'm going to fire Desi for misspelling it again. Let's go ahead. Oh, no, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> Sir, yes, to answer your question, yeah. I am voting. I wish it can't come fast enough. And not only am I voting, but 12 members of my family, down to my granddaughter, who never, ever thought about politics, but was so incensed in, by Kavanaugh mm. and the Republicans and the Congress. It, she's just, they're so incensed. And Good. they are going out to vote. They Good. are so, so engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, they realize the danger that this Republican Party and this, I don't even call them a a president, this criminal, mm-hmm. uh, poses to this country. Um, they are very engaged. And my question to you, sir, is that maybe I got it wrong with all the horror of this last week, but yeah. I listen to you and Greg Palace all the time. Did I misread something um, that Greg Palace said um, that possibly the, uh, the midterms could already be decided, or could already be stolen from us? That won't stop me. I'm going to still go out and vote. But did I get that wrong? Well, let's see. Uh, Greg does use that kind of language sometimes uh, to get your attention. He is right in that uh, Republicans all over the country have been purging voter rolls. Uh, for the past several years in Georgia, for example, which is getting uh, more attention this year than uh, and and, and justifiably so. I have never seen uh, any kind of uh, uh, suppression, at least in in my lifetime, as we are now seeing in Georgia. Maybe you could compare it to Ohio 2004. But even there, I don't think so. I think Georgia takes the cake. Last week, I mentioned that we should, uh, you know, rope off the entire state at this point as a crime scene. Uh, 600,000 were purged last year alone. 53,000 uh, are being held, uh, registrations are being held, new registrations are being held in suspense where the voters are going to have to show up and show an ID in order to be allowed to vote because one letter in their name might have been different on their registration form than on their uh, and that's license. Being done yeah. by Kemp, yep. who has a conflict of interest and should step down yep. because he's running for the governorship. Correct. As well. Correct. He has a huge yeah. conflict of interest. He's Secretary of State. He's running exactly. for governor against the Democratic African American candidate, Stacey Abrams. Exactly. And also, sir, though, didn't uh, the court just um, come back with a ruling that mm-hmm. he has to give them the opportunity to uh, let these voters know? Didn't the, didn't, uh, yep. the, uh, the courts rule mm-hmm. somewhat yes. that he has to allow them? Well, we got a, 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 an encouraging ruling. It's a good ruling. Uh, it's encouraging. This would be ballots that these are ballots now. We're moving from registration to actual 
uh, ballots that were sent in, mail-in absentee ballots, because that's, by the way, the only way you can vote on a, pap- on a, on a hand-marked piece of paper in the state of Georgia is through absentee. And right. tons of those uh, uh, mail-in ballots had been rejected because the signature did right. not uh, match the signature on the registration file for the voter that they might have signed years ago, uh, or it might have uh, matched just fine, but you've got partisan election officials who are not experts in handwriting who said, yeah, we think these don't match, we're throwing it out. So now the judge has at least uh, forced the uh, the state of Georgia to allow those voters to cure that problem to contact those voters and say, hey, uh, your uh, signature doesn't seem to match. Do you mind coming in and explaining, uh, you know, and, and letting us know that this is, yes, in fact, your signature? So that's an encouraging ruling. It was after um, th- some 70 uh, percent of the ballots that had been rejected turns out to have been African-American voters in a state that only has a 30 percent African-American uh, population. So, yeah, some good news. A lot more bad, and oh, yeah. the Madeline, the, the place that I want to um, somewhat part ways with my friend Greg, uh, Greg Palast, is uh, in that sort of language that the election may already be lost. Nothing is already lost. This Absolutely. thing can be won if we turn out in numbers That's like right. have never been seen before. So if it's a Absolutely. negative Absolutely. thought in your brain, put it out, get to work. We'll have plenty of time for negativity later, There's says more me. of us than them, and we there can do it if we all decide to. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today, sir. I appreciate the call, Madeline. Thank you very much. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. I'll tell you what, let's, uh, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back with more of your calls. 818-985-KPFK. And I've got, uh, like I said, some news out of Georgia and some and also some good news, by the way, out of Texas. If you listen to this show, you know, we don't just give you the good news. We drive people absolutely crazy. Am I right, Desi Doyen? Uh, We drive them absolutely crazy with often horrible news. For example, in Texas, last week, we learned that they're flipping, uh, that, that the votes are flipping to... Ted Cruz instead of Beto O'Rourke on straight ticket Democratic votes. Down there in Texas, they vote on 100 percent unverifiable touchscreen voting systems in Texas, just as they do in Georgia. Uh, Is your mic out there, Des? All right. Now, can't hear you. Oh, well, I guess D'Angelo does not wish you to be heard. He is silencing you. Talk to him about that. All right, I'll tell you what, we'll take a quick break. We'll try to figure it out over the break. Come back with more of your calls, much more on this, on Texas, et cetera. 985, I'm 818-985-5735. I'm Brad Friedman. This is the Bradcast. Hey, this is Brad. If you haven't noticed by now, it's no easy feat finding facts, real facts, not alternative facts, over your public airwaves. We try to bring you real facts, truth, and clarity without fear or favor each and every day on the Bradcast. But we need your help to do it. If you enjoy the show and or get something from it, please give back a bit, if you can, by visiting us at bradblog.com donate. Your support helps Desi and me continue to bring you real, independent, progressive news five days a week over your public airwaves. We simply can't do it without your help, and that help is needed more now than ever. Please stop by bradblog.com donate today. 
to make a one-time donation or, even better, automated monthly support. It'll take you about 60 seconds, and you can rest easy knowing that we'll be here every day making sense of it all, or at least trying to. That's bradblog.com slash donate, and thanks. Slipping now, look what I'm whipping now. This is America. Yeah, yeah. Don't catch you slipping now. Certainly is. Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com. Uh, Don L commented at uh, at Bradblog.com over the weekend after listening to uh, I think it was a Friday show when I had detailed these straight ticket Democratic votes in several Texas counties like Harris uh, County, that's Houston, and Fort Bend. Uh, where which are reportedly flipping votes to Republican Senator Ted Cruz instead of selecting them uh, for his Democratic challenger, Beto O'Rourke, when the voters are voting straight ticket Democrat. Uh, Donnell said Brad and Desi would need to have 10 hour shows for the next couple weeks to even begin to cover all the GOP voter suppression efforts going on. The GOP is lazy and cynical when working to supposedly serve the people, which it never does. But this is what the GOP finally gets serious about and works their asses off for. This is what they love, cheating such breathtaking corruption, says Don L. Um, Yeah, well, it certainly can be seen that way. In Texas, they have known about this problem with these machines. They claim there's no vote flipping going on. It's just a problem, a a quirk with the voting machines that are used in Texas across, what is it, how many uh, counties? 82 counties, I believe, use these uh, very same machines made by Hart Inner Civic, 100% unverifiable. They have a little wheel. They're not touchscreens, but they have a little wheel. They're equally unverifiable after an election. And, um, yeah, the Secretary of State's office, uh, they say, well, we have no legal authority to force vendors to make upgrades to these voting systems, so we haven't asked them to do it, even though we know this problem exists on these machines. Uh, it's happening uh, with the Hart Eastlate voting machines used in 82 of Texas's 254 counties, Around seven, more than seven million registered voters live in those counties, which account for 46 percent of registered voters in the entire state. Three of those five counties with the most registered voters are uh, Harris, Tarrant and Travis. They all use those uh, those systems. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Uh, Lots of problems out there. but nothing I think we can't overcome if we start giving a damn and if we start working on uh, not just voting, but helping uh, people to vote. Here was Barack Obama. This was when was this Friday at a rally in Milwaukee uh, supporting U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin and Democratic gubernatorial nominee Tony Evers in his challenge against Republican Governor Scott Walker. Uh, Former President Obama called the midterm elections one of the most important of our lifetime and a test of our our character as a country. 
we live now in a very, very toxic environment that includes. Oh, that's the wrong one. I meant number nine. My apologies. Our political discourse. Number nine. I'm you here got, to there ask we go. You to vote. To vote in what might be the most important election of our lifetimes. The stakes really are that high. The consequences of anybody sitting out of this election are profound because America's at a crossroads right now. The health care of millions is on the ballot. Making sure working families get a fair shake is on the ballot. Whether the union movement survives or not is on the ballot. But maybe most of all, the character of our country is on the ballot. I couldn't agree more. 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. Let's go to uh, Peter in Culver City. Hey, Peter, welcome to the broadcast, sir. Hello, how's it going? It's okay. What's up? Not much. You asked people to call in if they weren't going to vote. I'm not going to vote. Why are you not going to vote? I don't, I don't ever vote. Um, why would you, why would you be? You sound proud of that. Uh, I didn't say I was proud of it. Oh, why don't you vote? I, um, I, because I, I, you're entitled to your informed opinion. I don't have an informed opinion. You don't have an informed opinion about anything? No. Well, not enough. I don't, I think this stuff's very complicated. And I, I, uh, you know, I live, I live in California. Uh-huh. They'll vote, they'll vote how they vote and, you know, it'll probably be okay. It's like a... Do you listen to KPFK, like, Peter? Yeah, I do. All, yeah, I listen to your show. So what makes you feel, you listen to my show and yet you feel you do not have an informed opinion? Well, I don't think, well, if I just listen to your show, do you think I have an informed opinion if I just listen to your show? Uh, actually, if you just listen to my show, yes, I think you would. Uh, but okay. uh, yeah, but okay. there's a lot more uh, shows out there that you probably listen to, whether it's on KPFK or anywhere else. And uh, what uh, that's that's bizarre that you don't think you have an informed opinion. Well, it's bizarre that you think that you definitely do have an informed opinion if you only listen to your show. I mean, that's that thing is interesting to me. But why would that be? Why would that be interesting, Peter? Well, you think that like if I just listen to your show, uh huh. I would have an informed opinion. That's your that's your position, right? Yeah, I, mean, I think that's I think that's odd. But you think I'm odd? I think you're odd. That's fine. Um, okay, so you don't was, do uh, why do do not want to go get an, uh, an informed opinion? Do you not think it's important to have an informed opinion and to participate in your democracy? Uh, yes, I, I agree with that. I do not think that's important. That's true. You do not think that's important. Yeah, I agree that it's not important. Um, why is that not important? Well, uh, well, just voting itself isn't important. If there's only one candidate, is voting important? If there's just one person to vote for? No. Well, then why is two better? It's only half as good. Wow, that's very strange. But actually, my question was, why do you feel that it's not important to get an infor- to have an informed uh, opinion? Oh, I think it is important to get an informed opinion. I don't think I have one. Do you? But but you won't go out and get one. Do you? Do you like the way that things are going in the country? Um, I like some of the things, and I don't like some of the things. But I think that's probably how it always is. But any so anything that happens, well, you know, stuff happens. What are you going to do? Nothing. Uh, well, that, I'm not going to take part in it. True. That, well, I mean, I am taking part. Not participating is a is a way of taking part in it. Oh, it is. Okay. Well, that's what I'm trying to get at. So by not taking part on it in it, you're you're trying to make a statement. 
No, no. I mean, people can do what they want. I don't. I don't mind if people vote. <laughs> okay. I'm not advocating for people not to vote. You just ask for people that don't vote to call in. Vote yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to know why, but you haven't made that clear. Other than you're not informed, you say you're not informed, and yet you well, don't do you, want do you to wish to get informed. People should vote. Do you think uninformed people should vote? Uh, it, I guess it depends on what you mean by informed. It's, it's, it would be shocking to me that you were not informed, that you do not have an opinion on what is going on in our country and, uh, you know, well, wh- what I, I needs to I be said in response. Opinions. I okay. have uninformed opinions All right. about the country. All right, Peter. I, I hope you will inform yourself. Uh, please continue listening to the broadcast where you will be an informed voter if you uh, bother to pay attention. Let me go to, let's see, Velma in uh, Santa Monica. Did I get it right? Yeah, Velma, welcome to the broadcast. Oh, thank you, Brad. You bet. Uh, I, I have a simple question. Yeah. I want to know why it, uh, wh- why it is that um, people who have such difficulty voting, why can't they go in and, and I can't, why can't they write in to, so the vote goes directly to the registrar's office. Uh, they are not crooked there, are they? They wouldn't do anything. Uh, I mean, they can compare names uh, and everything and see that the votes are legal. Are you talking about here in uh, California? Are you talking about in Georgia, what I was referring to uh, no, in Georgia? No, we have no problem here. They beg us well, to vote here. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but, uh, in, in the other uh, states where they have such difficulties. Well, it's not the voters who have the difficulties, uh, really. It's the election officials who make it difficult for them. In Georgia, we were referring before the break uh, to people who have sent their uh, ballot by mail to uh, their election officials to vote absentee, and those ballots were rejected, and they weren't told about it, and the ballots would be rejected because a uh, a, a non-handwriting expert, a partisan election official, would look at it and say, I don't think your signature on this absentee ballot matches the registration that you uh, filled out uh, many years ago, and they wouldn't tell the voter about it. They wouldn't give the voter a chance to come in and cure that problem. Yes, there are partisan election officials all over this country working hard to keep people from voting and keeping people who have voted correctly from being able to cast their ballots. And so, thank God, we've got uh, groups like the uh, ACLU, the NAACP, uh, my friend Marilyn Marks at uh, the Coalition for Good Governance down in Georgia who have taken these people to court where the judges are forcing now, forcing the state to do the right thing, or at least trying to. Does that answer your question? So even if they vote by mail and mm-hmm. it goes directly to the yep. uh, registrar, that's a federal facility, isn't it? No, that's a state facility. It's uh, sent to uh, elections are run by the states. Oh, so they they do the changing there, even if they mail the the ballot in. Well, they can, A, not count the ballot at all. And, yes, it's an absentee ballot. So if they want, yeah, they can. uh, Election officials have changed votes. But uh, when we were talking, the other part was about Texas and was about flipping votes, flipping on the actual computer screens that people try to go vote at in Texas and in Georgia. They have 100% 100% unverifiable touchscreens across the entire state of Georgia uh, and a very right-wing partisan secretary of state who is running the election that he is also running for governor in. Got it? Well, when they count them, uh, don't uh, um, when they get them in, aren't they 
half Democrat and half Republicans that count them? Uh, what the machine? Well, when you're talking about the 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 machines, the touchscreen machines, there's no Democrats or Republicans counting them. It's a computer that counts them, either correctly or incorrectly. We can never know because of the type of computers, the type of voting systems that uh, they use at the uh, polls across the state. What I'm trying to find out yeah. is when the uh, ballots are mailed in. Mm-hmm. Uh, aren't they counted by both Republican and and uh, Democrat, or do you know? Okay, those are paper absentee ballots, and in that case, no, they are also well, taken. I don't mean absentee. Uh, I mean, I mean general uh, for every election. Okay. If they mail them in. That right? Okay, by mail. That's vote by mail. Uh, it's sometimes called absentee, etc. In any event, vote by mail. Those ballots are then taken and run through computers that tally them either correctly or incorrectly, nobody knows unless human beings bother to look at those paper ballots. And in general, in almost every case, in every vote across the country, including here in California, in Los Angeles, human beings do not look at it. We simply trust the computers. Velma, I got a lot of people I want to get to. I appreciate your your questions and your thoughts. I hope that has helped uh, answer a few of them. Let me go to uh, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. A lot of people calling in. I'm trying to get to as many as I can here. Uh, so uh, be quick about it if you can help me out. Susan in Torrance, welcome to the broadcast, Susan. Oh, Susan. Hi. You just caught me trying to battle. I'm, I'm doing outreach at Costco. Um, and, you, you're doing um, out, voter outreach at Costco? Yeah. Okay. I well, do outreach wherever I am. I do outreach at red light. Okay. Um, Good. Thank I you. I down my window. I say, are you voting? At a girl. The sound bite I had been using for Tony Thurman was Tony Thurman was for educa- to education what Thurgood was to the Supreme Court. And I found out that 90, 95% of people I talked to have no idea who... Uh, Thurgood Marshall was. <laughs> yeah, that's so going to be a pretty tough to sell. To yeah. I had to change my soundbite to yeah. um, talk is for the greater greed, Tony Thurman is for the greater good, as is Kevin DeLeon. Okay, um, I would say simplify the message however you can, uh, yeah, Susan. Thank you. And don't, and progressives, okay. you know, thank you for um, speaking the truth. Because I love Greg Palace, but he couldn't be more wrong. And it was, it's such an example of shooting, progressive shooting ourselves in the foot that we are the most negative. Um, and we say it can't happen. Well, I moved to California from the Hamptons, from Long Island in New York City, mm-hmm. where there was a, a, a woman who, she, uh, uh, Carolyn, who, uh, went against every ism. You know, you can't win if you don't have as much money. You can't win if you're up against an incumbent. You can't win if, uh, and on and on. She was uh, up against an incumbent, an Italian in an Italian district. I think she's Irish. Um, she um, Did she win, Susan? I got to get a whole bunch of callers here. Did she win? Okay. 
At any rate, she won by a landslide in the 90s, and she's still in Congress today. There you go. No outreach and bank lines and phone lines. And also the most winnable positive change is Medicare for all. Make sure everybody that you talk to has the Congress switchboard number. Thank you, uh, Susan. That that switchboard number, and I'm going to got to move on here, but I'll give it out. That switchboard number in Congress is 202-224. Three one two one. All right, let me get to uh, Lauren in L.A. Hey, Lauren, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So I was really moved um, to call and respond to the guy that said being an uninformed voter is somehow an excuse to not vote. That was weird. Responsibility is it? That was weird. That was wild. Whose responsibility is it? Yep. To inform yourself, yep. yours, our own. That's the foundation of the the fundamental democratic process. Is, yep. Yeah, we inform ourselves, we inform our neighbors, we participate. We're having some trouble doing that from the very system we're trying to engage with. But that means by no way that you should think of yourself as an uninformed voter that you're allowed not to vote. I am a millennial voter and someone that can't wait to involve myself further in the political process, maybe be a candidate in the near future. But, oh, wow, I would just leave it to the people who've worked for centuries for rights to vote. Hearing someone say they're deciding not to vote because they haven't taken the time to learn about the candidates on the ballot. Wow. I would hope the suffragists um, don't hear that. The suffragettes, yeah. I, yeah, no, I hear you, Lauren. And by the way, I, I will fight for people's right. I think his name was uh, Peter. I will fight for his right to not vote. Uh, that's okay. But, uh, you know, I guess there are reasons. There are protest votes. Uh, maybe there are people yeah. who just don't give a damn. That's fine. But uh, it seems his excuse was, yeah, I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn yeah. to inform myself. And that's kind yeah. of pathetic. That's weird. I mean, I've canvassed during the Bernie campaign with people that were 15 years old, organizing their neighborhood effort to get out the vote. And they can't even vote yet. And they are informed. It's, there's, there's really no excuse. There's, there's definitely reasons, and I can support them and listen. And I'm really curious to hear people's various takes on whether they should or shouldn't vote. But that one was odd. Um, <laughs> that was. Like, no animosity to you, but I just want to make sure you hear very clearly, Peter, that's weird call me call anybody <laughs> talk to a stranger get some opinions flowing through your through your ears because it there's a plenty out there and if you don't have an informed opinion and that's your reason not to go out there please talk to the next person on the street yeah. and just try and start that process do better lauren uh th- better. thank you and uh give me a shout when you run for office you're going to be awesome i, I would like I to vote for you all right oh i promise Thank you. Thank you for all, Lauren. Uh, Yeah, I had mentioned um, our friend Marilyn Marks, who runs the uh, Coalition for Good Governance, who has been suing against the voting machines and the uh, voter suppression and everything else down in Georgia and winning, by the way. A federal judge just about uh, was a week or two ago. We had her on the show uh, found that, yes, the voting machines that they use in Georgia, which are completely hackable, which they bought in 2001, they cannot be trusted uh, in any way, shape, or form, said the federal judge, before that same federal judge allowed the machines to be used anyway. Maryland had been trying to get them to give 
hand-marked paper ballots to people at the polling place, just like the ones they use in every county for absentee voting. Anyway, uh, she had tweeted, I think it was today, she said, I think that voters mistakenly think that elections are the government's responsibility, not the citizens' responsibility. Therefore, they don't step up to do their duty, and they just accept what the government says. Um, I hear this over and over from voters. That, uh, you know, the government, why isn't, why aren't Democrats doing something about these voting machines in this place or that place? Um, Why aren't you? Why aren't we? I've been going on about this stuff for more than 15 years telling you about these very machines, the ones that are now failing in Georgia. I was able to obtain one uh, from an insider some years ago, got it to Princeton University. They did their, the first independent test on one of these machines, these Diebold touchscreen AccuVote machines, and found they could be hacked in 30 seconds time with a virus that could pass itself from machine to machine and flip an entire election without any detection. That was years ago. That was 2005 that I broke that story. They're still using the same machines in Georgia. Why? Well, because I guess there's a lot of Peters out there who I'm not informed enough. I'm not going to do anything about it. Quick break, and we'll come back with more of your calls, more responses, it looks like, to Peter. Uh, I'm Brad Friedman. This is the Bradcast. Don't touch that dial. The Bradcast and the Green News Report are 100% independent, 100% listener-supported. But we can't do it alone. We need you. Please help us bring real facts to listeners at independent stations around the nation. Please drop by bradblog.com donate. That's bradblog.com donate. And thanks. Ooh, I'm a rebel just for kicks now. I've been feeling it I love that song. Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from bradblog.com taking your calls on uh, voting and uh, much more, apparently. And Desi Doyne, is your microphone fixed? Is your... No, I can't hear you now. Oh, it was so close. I could hear you over the over the break. But there'll be no Desi Doyne, apparently, on today's Bradcast. And the crowd goes womp womp. She'll be back with us tomorrow, however, on the Bradcast. We will her, hear her voice one way or another tomorrow. Right? Yeah. Okay. 818-985. What? You got it? But Go ahead. Break in anytime. Nope. Still can't hear you. Nope. Nope. Hi there. Uh, this is Dan. Uh, Jan. Yeah, I heard the Ralph Nader Radio Hour today, and there's a very good website for your friend who feels he can't be informed. Yeah. <laughs> it's adasocal.org. Oh, A-B-A? SoCal? A, I think it's A-D-A. A-D-A? Yeah, I, listen, there are so many places where you can get informed. There's a lot yeah. of reasons that I could probably come up with for not voting uh, that might not be particularly good ones, but that one is terrible. I'm not informed, so there's nothing I can do about it. My hands are tied. I can't. There's. I wish I was informed, but oh well, I can't be so... I'm not even going to try. Kind of pathetic. And also, yes, yeah. and after the election, yeah. they are people are organizing for a big mass action, and you can find out about that on Move On or go to Public Citizen. So Very good. Thanks, Jen. Yeah. 
I appreciate uh-huh, All right, I appreciate sure. that. Uh, let me go to uh, Al in Temecula. Hey, Al, welcome to the broadcast. What's on your mind, sir? Hi, Brad. Uh, I voted, and you should be proud of me. I am. <laughs> Apparently, that's but, very difficult to become informed what? enough to do so. Yes, go ahead. Yeah, and they sent it straight into the round file. Well, uh, we don't know that. You don't know they sent it straight to the round file. Why do you say that? Yes, you can. Why? Yes, you can. This this area in Riverside County, we are all mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to tell everybody, go to vote.info. If you've mailed in your ballot, it'll tell you they received it. And mine says it was rejected. The signature doesn't match. Really? So yeah. are you, are you going to go in there and cure that problem? Because I do believe you have the right to do that, to go into the uh, uh, Temecula County headquarters there and say, uh, this is me, this is my ballot, this is my signature. Uh, now you're asking for a lot. Uh, well, I know I am. I know yes. I am. Yes. No, I don't think so, because uh, I don't think these machines are hooked to anything. So you can <laughs> vote all you like. Well, okay. Let me let me point out a couple of things here, Al. Uh, yeah. One, um, the machines are hooked to something. Whether they're counted accurately is a different uh, matter. But there's a lot of good uh, election integrity. Uh, one of my great election integrity heroes lived out there in Temecula. Died about a year or two ago. Um, but fought like hell in Temecula for your vote. So. Uh, and and for the ability of the people to oversee that vote. So uh, I know it is asking a lot, but this democracy, as I say, is not going to save itself. If you can get in there and here's why I'm saying this, uh, Al, because if you can get in there and cure that problem uh, and if you look at your signature and it looks to be perfectly normal, let someone know about it. Let the Secretary of State in California know about it. Let the uh, the, the the registrar in Temecula know about it. And let uh, the uh, folks at the Election Protection Hotline and write down this number. Everyone, write down this number because you're going to need it between now and Election Day. It's a national election protection hotline run by the, uh, uh, the civil rights uh, group under the law. Um, it's 866-OUR-VOTE, 866-OUR-VOTE. And they might hear, if you report it to them, they might hear, oh my God, we are hearing about tons of uh, signatures that have been rejected on absentee ballots in Temecula. There's a problem there. We need to file a lawsuit there. So take action. Don't just say, oh, uh, that's asking too much. Okay. I I I did talk to someone. Uh, I tried to correct it, mm-hmm. and they said they would correct it for me, but they didn't. But the point is, that, uh, you know, they want me to go in and re-sign my name. And I asked, uh, "What do you think? I filled this out and had my gardener sign it, or what, what is what is?" <laughs> What is the logic that's, of the signature? That's Riverside County. That's what they do out there. You go, Are you able to drive, uh, Al? Well, I uh, yes, I am still. Drive in but, there. Bring your ID. Bring a, 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 a photo ID. Bring a, your utility bills. Bring a Social Security card. Anything. Fight. Get that vote counted, Al, and let the people know at 866-OUR-VOTE that you, uh, you, you had a problem. Uh, you haven't really addressed the big problem. Uh, we have all these international hacks 
that nothing was done about. What what does that stand? I mean, we're just going to vote on these machines because we have faith? Yes, because that is the only uh, way we can uh, speak out right now is by voting on those systems. At least you have a paper ballot, a hand-marked paper ballot uh, in Riverside County, which is a lot more than uh, a lot of folks have around the country. But you're letting them throw it away. Don't let them do that. Please, yeah. Al. Uh, sure, I know, but I just want okay. to warn everybody, yeah. because I think it's massive. They're up to their old trick. Yep. Well, All right. don't, let you, them, don't let them get away with it. You're letting them get away with that if you let them throw away your vote. Go complain to the Secretary of State. Uh, maybe they'll help. Uh, Arthur in Venice, do I have time for one or two more? Arthur in Venice, welcome to the broadcast. Very quickly, what is on your mind, sir? Uh, ignorance with confidence. I think that sums up your, your earlier listener about not being educatable on the vote. Yes. Uh, it's, it's an unfortunate thing. He did seem proud of it, didn't he? Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. a national thing. People revel in ignorance, and uh, it seems to be a, a recessive trait that's come forward. Yep. As for myself with the vote, I've always voted. Um, this year, now I retired, but I'm going to be, uh, be in my political career as a fifth clerk. I figure in a couple of years I can make it to third if I take the maybe become an inspector. But there is a pathway for involvement. Yeah. And, and Arthur, I'm only going to cut you short because I'm coming up to the top of the hour and i got to get out. But, yes, there's a pathway for involvement. The, the, uh, your county clerk, is your registrar, is dying for your help uh, yeah. to volunteer as a poll worker. The parties, uh, whichever one you like or whichever one you hate, is dying for your help as a poll observer, a poll watcher cool. on Election Day. So take part in it, Arthur. I gotta, I gotta jump out here because I'm running up against the uh, against the yeah, clock. Sure, thank but thank you for working as a poll worker. Thanks all of you who are out there working as poll workers. Uh, you are needed uh, to volunteer there. As I said at the top of the show, there's a lot more than just voting that you can do between now and election day. That you are needed to do between now and election day, though that incredibly lar- l- low bar of Merely voting, apparently, is apparently difficult for some. Or not difficult, they just don't want to do it, which is astounding. People have died in this country. People will continue to die in this country for that right to vote. Please don't throw it away, at least if you can help it. My thanks to uh, my producer, Desi Doyen, or as we call call her here, Silent Desi. Uh, Also to my board up today, D'Angelo Jones, to all of you for spending a portion of your day or night with us. If you missed any portion of today's show, download it anytime for free at bradblog.com. Thanks to all you folks who called in. Uh, Sorry I couldn't get to everyone. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, email me. I'm bradcast at bradblog.com. On the Facebooks and the Twitters, I am the bradblog. That's it. Until we meet again tomorrow, I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world. (laughs) 